Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And that time you left a longer pause than before <laughs> to explicitly not talk over me. Yeah. What, who am I kidding? This is a one take. There's, we, don't, we don't edit anything. We don't edit. They just heard. But you guys, you heard the magic. Oh my god, what <laughs> album are we talking about, Jeremy? This week. This week we were following up last week's episode, which was a Loathe album, with another Loathe album. Uh, this one's kind of the companion album, at least in my mind, to uh, the... I can't even remember what the fucking album is called. I let it in and it took I everything. I let it in and it took everything. Jeez. Yeah, my brain is in a million different directions today, probably because I did my notes for this album today. And what? man, this this album, The Things They Believe is the name of the album. I don't think I ever said that. <laughs> or the thing, Yeah, The Things They Believe is the name of this album. I wrote the things they know on my OneNote. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm a fucking mess today, guys. It doesn't matter. Uh, I chose this album because it's it's a follow-up. I don't need to explain that to you. I explained it last week. We did Loathe's other album, and it's like a hardcore metal kind of thing with some shoegaze splash in there. A little, Maybe a little bit of electronic influence there. And then this week, to follow it up, I want to do this album because it is drastically different from last week's album, and I wanted to catch Joey off guard with it. And well, I think you I did. did. <laughs> you totally did. 100%. It's fucking cool. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, I guess for clarity before we get into it, even though I just said that we're going to get into it, uh, this is a completely ambient album. There are no lyrics. There's there's some vocals, I suppose, in sections. but uh, So we're not going to be going over lyrics. There's not a lot of analyzation in that. Mostly my notes was just like me rambling on about what I felt and what I was thinking as I was listening to the music. And I assume you probably have something similar. I did the exact same thing. I listened to it like I got, I mean, I wrote some preliminary notes and stuff, but I just had like a time where I listened to this album all the way through and just like essentially just wrote a book about what, yeah. I, what, what I was feeling. And it was, it was yeah, great. So this it was is, it's going to be interesting. We're going to compare novels and see if our story is uh where they're, where they're similar, where they're different. I'm, I'm really curious about this because I, I got more into my notes than I expected to just because, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know, I kind of just, like, let it all go and let my... Like, I, I kind of became a poet, I suppose, and just channeling whatever Hell I was yeah. feeling into words. And so my thoughts are very abstract and vague. And this is going to be maybe a horrible episode because of that, but maybe a great episode because of that. And I'm going to choose to believe that. And I'm not going to worry about the things that they believe. Because it's it's about us, you know? Fuck yeah. the rest of the world, Joey. It's about me and you. <laughs> Hell yeah. And we can start right here on track number one, The Things They Believe, which is also the name of the album. Indeed. That I kind of, I don't know how segues are going to work this week. It'll be If fine. they're going to work. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out as we Just go. you wait. But yeah, so introduction to the, this album, The Things They Believe. What it, give, me, give me your brain thoughts. Okay. So it starts off with like rainy ambience, which immediately. So we ended the last album with like a rainy ambience or no, wait, it was beginning. I think of theme, the first song on the last album, there's, they kind of tease it. Yeah. Like there's rain and then a door shuts and it's like they, you're walking into the album and then at the end it brings back this ambience. And then this album starts. I totally get what you're talking about with the companion album. It's, it's it great. Feels, it feels natural. It feels completely natural. And I'm going to go into more, more of that at the end. But so this one starts okay. off. 
staticky with like a rainy ambience then slowly a warbly synth comes in with what sounds like a stretching horn making the melody it starts to get real watery and spacey just like a bit of random boopy sounds and at this point immediately from first listen i was like i think i'm gonna like this album more than i did the last one and spoiler alert i fucking did (laughs) <laughs> it's a great album <laughs> but oh, yeah. so like and then near the end there's this big swell that i really like just for a second and then it fades into a dark gloomy bassy sound into the next track which it made me think of being out in the rain out in the cold of course and you're slowly like trying to find some sort of shelter maybe you're you were outside and you're you find a cave or something something dark something outside something still in nature you're not te- like inside yet but you're like maybe just inside a cave or an alcove or something you can still see the rain but you're you're covered for the moment interesting i definitely have i I feel like that's a theme that's kind of throughout this whole album there's a lot of like watery and a lot of like cave and like dark and warm and cold and and stuff that i just described i actually started my notes kind of just talking about music the way i normally do uh, which you've already kind of explained, so I'm not going to go over that stuff. But I did. I made a separate section for my feels on this track, and then for the rest of the tracks, it's just purely just whatever <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, but yeah, it start. It has kind of a cold feeling to it, and it's it's very like watery and it's a bit spacey and stuff. And those are themes that kind of continue throughout the whole album. Uh, there's like a main section of this one that made me feel like I was exploring some kind of coral or something underwater. So mm-hmm. I, it wasn't necessarily rain in my mind, but I was actually like diving into the, into the ocean and just kind of like exploring and floating along, witnessing some beautiful nature kind of a thing with a, a bit of a pause for suspense at one point in the track. And then there's this kind of reveal aspect to it that, that made me think that, okay, well maybe I was encountering some creature and I wasn't sure how they were going to react to me while I was underwater in their space. And then it turned out everything was okay. Well, how nice. I'm really glad you didn't reach like reach out to that creature and it was mean because I mean, it's it's pretty dangerous in the ocean in that coral. Like don't get hurt when you're <laughs> when you're down there scuba diving or whatever you're doing. Yeah, I'll try my best not to as we talk about track number 2. Don't get hurt. That's so that's how segways are going to work this this week. Yeah, I guess. they're going to be more natural than ever. Yeah. Even because we never make natural sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe this is the week because it's all abstract anyway. Hell yeah. But yeah, this, this one, anywhere. it continues. Did I cut you off? No, I was, just gonna, I was just going to say we can go anywhere with our segues because it's all abstract. I cut Indeed. you off. Well, you know, we're just going to cut each other off. That's the theme for this week is interrupting <laughs> each other. <laughs> but yeah, this one, it continues from the, the kind of low, soft drone of the prior track you get some more of those kind of cold windy almost tones to it there's some super echoey effects that kind of sound like some creature in the distance calling out to me uh i feel like i've i've entered some underwater cave at this point where there's just like this bioluminescent pond in the center that's reflecting light all around the the insides of this cave and then it kind of grows outward into like a more spacey vibe like it i'm no longer in this cave and it's 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 bigger than me it's bigger than the earth and then there's some like staticky noise that starts to break through. And it makes me think that someone's trying to reach me. Something is trying to either harm me in this kind of safe space or maybe rescue me from this kind of warm coldness of sedation where it's just like everything feels right. And it feels like someone's trying to break through to me, like wake me up or something. And then things kind of start to warp a little bit and it kind of gets more chaotic and then it mellows out. And all I'm left with is just this kind of jarbled 
staticky noise and I'm, I'm thinking, am I inside my own mind? Is this me processing thoughts that are new and foreign to me? Am I not able to parse out language kind of a thing at this point? Oh my God. Okay. That's that's the tone that the, my notes are going to take for the rest of this this episode. It's I hope just, you, I really rambling. hope you follow that because this is, I like this. Okay. So where you were talking about being in water in the first song and kind of finding an underwater cave you're you're moving deeper into your environment and i like the touch about possibly being in your own mind so i'm in my head canon i have just entered into a cave like situation um th- there's in the music there's an almost metallic sounding horn in the background that kind of reminds me of like a scooting metal table along like a polished concrete floor mm-hmm. like like you're in a in a workshop or something and then there's this very soft swelling sound that makes me feel like I'm searching for comfort in an unfamiliar place. So I've like, I've moved deeper into this cave and I'm trying to find something to latch onto. And I I'm observing slightly familiar things, but it's a different space than I'm used to. It's backed by the staticky TV, which is TV, which is familiar, but the staticky and talking sounds that can be faintly heard. I can't make them out. They, they seem foreign to me. The, in the first song, I was outside, and now I've entered into a cold room that is inside of this cave, and I've brought some of the outside with me, but now it's become tainted by this new place that I've entered into, and that's where this song kind of left me. That's fascinating. So it, it seems we have almost opposite reactions. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's why. That, I... so, so you got, like, that the staticky was, was something familiar. Like, you, you found yourself in a familiar setting with elements out of your element kind of a thing and with more industrial like you took that kind of that hornish noise to be like a metal table being slid across the floor whereas for me that was something natural calling out from this and so it's, it's kind of interesting that we're already in two completely opposite locations mentally yeah i, I want to see where this goes <laughs> it's gonna be interesting do you uh, i would love to do you i i do i do i i would I, I do. Do you to... want to talk about track number three? <laughs> I do, which is called "Do You," with a hyphen. There's a hyphen after it. Cuts it. Out. And it's in quotes, so like it's the it's the start of a quote. It's something. the start of a quote. Yeah, I guess we can go ahead and clear this up. There are three tracks on the album. As we go through it, that is one complete sentence. It's one complete question. It's a thought, but it's broken up as the title of three different tracks. They're not in order. I mean, they are in order, but they're not like back to back. So this one is "Do yeah. You." And then the question gets continued as the titles of two other tracks. Stay tuned to find out what it is. <laughs> yeah, fine. You got to wait till <laughs> almost the end to find out the full question. <laughs> but but we'll get there. Where, where'd you go with this one? This one, it's just a very short one. It sounds it like doodles on a little organ, piano, bass hybrid before the next track. But I took this as something grabbing my attention out of this unfamiliar place. Like It's like whatever... Whatever outside force seemed slightly familiar to me someone has called out and i'm starting i'm like snapping back to reality yeah and they've kind of pulled me in i guess that's that's interesting so yet again i'm kind of going the opposite direction in that like i agree there's a character that seems to be introduced and reaching out to you in this track this track's only like 30 seconds long But that that kind of warped organ like sound was it, it felt like someone or something is reaching out to me and trying to express like a feeling or a thought to me non-verbally 
by using its, its voice because we can't communicate in the same language kind of a thing. And it felt like it was kind of just pulling me back into the, the calm tranquility of, of space, maybe away from those kind of the staticky, like almost invasive thoughts to kind of, kind of back into some, some other territory for me. I, I, I think it's pretty cool that we seem to be going in like, there's similar themes, right. but the way that they're interpreted... It's all perspective. Yeah. Like, like, two vastly different perspectives on, on the situation. Which is super cool. That's why I love music like this. That can just be... It's... No one is going to... I mean, people are going to pick up on similar things, but everybody's going to contextualize it different. Even right. if I listen to this album a year from now, I would probably hear it differently because Definitely. there's no concrete words there's no yeah you're you're applying it to the context of your own life and the moment that you're listening to it yeah and it's it's just so great it's something that is the music itself never changes but just depending on outside factors it can never be quite recreated ever like you're always going to have new context for it because you're always learning and nobody's telling you what to feel like except we're telling all of our listeners what to feel yeah you better feel what we feel like (laughs) i want to experience your love in real time as i as i tell you what to think and you adore me for it well i will do that i will tell you exactly what i think about track number four love in real time (laughs) killing it (laughs) this one it feels like i've gotten to a safe space again back back to the, the creature that was leading me the way out of this kind of almost foreign scary place kind of thing back to to something it's still i guess foreign maybe but it's it's more like it's more warmth there's i feel a lot of color and warmth despite the massiveness of the void that surrounds me i'm kind of in this little bubble of serenity and peace and side note goddamn the saxophone Hell on this yeah. album oh god it's so good i love it but I feel like I'm getting deeper and deeper into this nothingness, whether that's the ocean or the sky. I, I just feel like I'm being buried within this kind of vast space within my little warm bubble. Oh, okay. I like it. I like it a lot. I I, I feel a, a similar theme of comfort, but it's, it's like we're being pulled in two different directions. Like you're being pulled... You are in like a a safe space or something being pulled out of it slightly, but brought back into it. And I'm like in an unfamiliar place being pulled into a comfortable place, like within my mind, I guess. In this song, it's like the light, it starts out and the light has come in behind it, like behind the music. And mm-hmm. then that saxophone is just playing to the heavens. The glassy background makes me feel like I'm being comforted. Uh, I I just really like the journey that the sax takes me on. It sounds like there's water and warmth swelling around me and it's like green cave water. And I'm seeing another person in the middle controlling the nature of this cave. I guess whoever's playing the sax, whoever's leading me on this journey towards comfort is, is somebody who can curate this environment that I'm in. Whenever I say green cave water, I kind of think of, I don't know how much Harry Potter you've seen, not a whole lot. I mean, okay. I've seen all I've seen all the movies, but I, I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a fan or someone that that would be able to remember details about the movie. So, people out there who might know what I'm talking about, it. 
I kind of got the atmosphere that Harry and Dumbledore and whenever they're trying to get all the Horcruxes and they're in the that cave with like the water oh, yeah. that they have to scoop up with the shell and have to drink and everything's kind of like dark and the water's like poison and it's just this dark water but there's a person who's there with me who is like put in a guide kind of yeah they're, they're like a guide they're bringing comfort they're trying to lead me back to what i know to be my own reality and out of what wherever this place i am they're like they're trying to get me to safety i guess interesting I, th- I think it's kind of similar to to what i've had because i mean we both picked up on this guide figure this this person that's controlling the the scenery the atmosphere kind of thing that's kind of making things happen around us but there's still this kind of central core of whether it's us being in a foreign entity or in a comfort zone kind of a thing that just there's a lot similar but again Mm -hmm. kind of two sides of the same coin i suppose from our perspectives but it's it's interesting We're, we're gonna keep this going hell yeah we are keep it going like last year you know the the year that everything and nothing happened because last <laughs> I'm year glad you're carrying these segues because boy <laughs> boy am I struggling. <laughs> Track number five is the year everything and nothing happened, presumably referencing 2020. That's what I assumed. Like I I even put in my notes like in big letters to try to not let the title immediately take me to a place that I wasn't ready to go to. Even though I you can read the title and like you said you know it's about last year. Yeah, I, I had a similar thing when I was doing my notes. I wasn't looking at the song titles necessarily. Yeah. I was just like, I was using it as an indicator. Okay, now I'm on track six. Just to like keep my notes split up by the tracks, but I wasn't actually like reading the song titles at, and letting them necessarily affect my thoughts. Yeah, it's, uh, but man, the intro just glides in with this extremely nostalgic feeling. Like it feels like a sample you'd hear in a vaporwave track over like these old vinyl record crackles. Yeah, thing, they're starting like things are starting to distort like memories do. But the music here is soft and warm. There's no sharp edges anywhere in the song. A slow, higher tune comes in, almost sounding like a train whistle. But I don't know. It could be a scream. It could be any any loud piercing noise. It's not like piercing, like it's jarring, but mm-hmm. it's just it's very noticeable. Uh, but then more ominous humming bass comes in for a bit. It sounds really watery and. uh it this song it honestly made me feel like i was listening to an old on one oh tricks point never record for the first time like getting that kind of experience hell and yeah that's a great experience yeah we and also that guess side plug you know we we talked about one oh tricks point never's replica album so if you're curious to to see what the context of this podcast is within that like <laughs> go, go check out that episode as well available on all podcasting platforms every podcast every podcast but yeah so this one immediately felt different to me there there's some nice loops in it it there's a progression happening that i feel like wasn't happening in prior tracks where i have direction i have reflection and i'm, I'm visiting a past that i'm not really sure i was necessarily a part of or maybe a future that i won't be a part of and then there's this ominous turn and it just it, it makes me feel like something isn't what it should be. Like maybe I shouldn't be here witnessing what I'm witnessing. You think your guide was taking you like, it was like some sort of weird Christmas Carol type deal. <laughs> yeah. Where you're I'm like being, being... I'm being taken through time and space itself. Oh man. 
that's that's super fucking cool like if i could just remember a time when i could think of something that cool it would be it'd be be crazy well maybe you can remember as we progress to track number six remember which is the second part of the question so so far we have do you remember yeah do you remember the question remember that a third part yeah later this one was where like shit started hitting the fan like (laughs) so and it's only a minute and 27 seconds so like another short track yeah It, it comes in fuzzy and very distorted like i'm trying to remember the good times and i can't just piece it all together right and this feeling hit me because it reminds me of the later like the later stages of some of the caretaker's work, which uh, I, I've i said something to you about his music before, but a lot of what he does is he does music that simulates dementia and memory loss. Yeah. So like as you're listening to it, it, it kind of warps and it's like things are familiar, but they're not quite familiar. And that was a feeling I was having before I even kind of made this connection. And... Just the fuzzy and distorted parts, the TV static previously, the parts, all the parts where I felt things were familiar but weren't quite right. It made me think that I'm in my head, whatever area I'm in, and this person who is trying to reach out to me for, like, comfort me, they are somebody on the outside, and I'm stuck in my head, and they're trying to, they're trying to remind me of things, they're trying to get me out and... Like, I don't know if this is supposed to be a play with memory or if that's just where my context right now is going. But it 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 was just crazy. The last song was the year that everything and nothing, nothing happened. And this song made me think of retreating into home at the beginning of like lockdown and shutting off from the mm-hmm. world. Just like not necessarily dementia, but slowly forgetting how to exist in society and around others, slowly forgetting others and what life used to be i guess in society and just it it hit me in the same way that seeing tv shows that were filmed before like the pandemic and everything where where you have this immediate apprehension to seeing giant crowds or something yeah. like there's there's people <laughs> hug like random strangers hugging on the streets people just like whatever being so like carefree ca- yeah carefree and it just hit me in the way that that hits me where it's like i I can remember that that's a world that I know. That's the world that I grew up in, but I am starting to forget that world because I just haven't, it, it's not a thing anymore. That's interesting. So it, maybe, maybe this is me overreaching, but it, it seems like maybe that's your whole perspective in the context of this album is that you're in somewhere warm and familiar, like your house and the outside world is kind of, breaking in and it's not what you remember it being as you're kind of getting back out there and saying that like this isn't the world that i remember that we had two years ago because things are so different now or at least your perspective on it is so different now i think that's a big part of it because yeah we have been like picking up drive-through stuff or like my daughter's in school like we're starting to slowly move out and yeah the, the world's just completely different so it's not like Oh yeah, I'll drive to drive to work, stop in at a different gas station, walk up, give everybody a high five, and yeah, do like we, it doesn't matter. We'll have potlucks where everybody brings in food that they made from their home, and we all just like share plates and whatever. And it's yeah, well yeah, for this track, I got very similar thoughts uh, to you. 
uh, again, this is one of the shorter tracks on the album. To be clear, this album's 12 tracks and 35 minutes long ish. So uh, there's a lot of short tracks, but there's one in particular that's very long. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. So a lot of these tracks are short, which is why maybe we're moving through them at a pretty quick pace. But yeah, I also wrote uh, Things Are Not So Clear. Is this the interference from before with that staticky noise? Is this someone trying to shake me from my astral travels? Things are moving at incredible speed. Forward, backwards, I can't tell. And then at the end of the song, it kind of relaxes, and I, I feel like I've centered myself again. Like I've been able to shake off whatever is trying to get into me. Man. What a journey. You're fucking out there astral plane, and <laughs> you're doing the astral plane. Hell yeah, man. Hell what yeah. A fucking mental journey through planes of existence and all sorts of shit that I can't make sense of. Cause it's all, it's also foreign. It, it like, it felt so like, I totally agree with what you're saying about the whole dementia thing. Cause it, it feels, it felt more and more to me like they were invasive thoughts in my personality and in my brain trying to get me to do things that I'm not comfortable with doing for better or worse. And the intention of it is something that I think is open to, interpretation based on your perspective at the time uh, i think i, I kind of c- come to that towards the end of the album is just kind of recognizing the maybe at least what i was getting out of this in a more clean context instead of the abstract yeah stuff that plays with memory always gets me because it's just like i don't know it's changing who you are at its core and that's i guess i'm not not to toot my own horn or sound macho toot or whatever, it. but I'm not like, I'm not scared of many things, sure. really like anything. And I don't know. We had a fucking, f- a fire flare up in, in my oven the other night <laughs> and uh, w- without even batting an eye, I was just like, Oh, I guess I'll get the fire. It's like just walking over it and yeah. just like, okay. And it, it, I mean, we put it out and it was fine, but it's like stuff like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm it takes not, a lot to rattle you. Yeah, I'm not scared of death. I'm not scared of like shit like that. But it's like whenever you start to lose who you are as a person and who I live, I spend so much of my time in memories, I guess, in nostalgia. And that's mm-hmm. so wrapped up in what I do. And to be able to think that there's going to be a point, I already know how fragile memory is, but to think that there's a point where I could potentially not ever have. I guess that comfort again seems crazy. Like it's just, I don't know. It's the, the one th- thing that scares you. Yeah. Like the thought that you could get so lost that you never came back is just insane to me. That is an expert segue to track number seven. You never came back. Uh, the this, light, one... The, this one. No, you go, you go. You, I've been going first. You go. Okay. Uh, this one, I, I just got somber serene calm it's somewhat colder without all of the warmth of all of the colors that have been flying around in my travel time passes without change i feel like i'm static i'm stationary life is on pause within my bubble and i know it's not right then it feels like support is being offered from somewhere from someone outside kindness i weep in the embrace of existence does this being have good intent and that's where i left it Holy shit. It, it felt like something was reaching out to me. I was watching everything just fly past me and not change as time progressed. And someone is reaching out to me to guide me, to aid me. 
but I'm not sure what their intent is. I think it's really cool that we both had the through line of the guide, like somebody who's there to to guide us along whatever journey our yeah. current. It feels context. like there's a character. There, yeah. there has to be a character outside of yourself in this album. There definitely is. I had pretty similar themes with this one. Uh, like I came in, the the light carries over and takes me back to the cave from the beginning of the album. Maybe maybe I've been the only one in this cave all along. I came in to get out of the rain and I feel like I've become stuck in here, whether physically or mentally, and someone is trying to pry me out. So that's like a similar feeling with a guide. Like somebody's trying to get me out of wherever I feel like I'm currently stuck in. Maybe this prison is my mind entirely. And this is the point where I think that a loving person is trying to come get me out. Like I never came back. And this is where I kind of like, I don't know if it's, regarding memory loss or regarding i guess retreating to your home in lockdown Mm -hmm. and this is where i start to think like i don't know outside influences are coming in a lot and this is kind of where i started thinking like well whatever like that's just how i'm experiencing this album right now but it's uh yeah it's like somebody's trying to pry me out whether it's from my mind or whether it's stuff starting to open back up and people are like hey it's okay to go buy a drink at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Like, especially like there's a JC near our house where you just walk up outside. It's not even inside. And it's like stuff like that where we were, we weren't doing that for a long time. So then it's like, I feel like I've been retreated away and I'm somebody's trying to be like, it's okay. Just, right. just chill for a bit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> this song, it has some very soft sounds like, like strings, but the bass does come in more here to give it a slightly bitter sound for a bit around like the two minute mark. And I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm thinking on something and then a, something happens and I just get it. And I've been reminded how this all started. The strings cry out towards the end and a plea for me to be back to who I was before. And the strings may be the other person. I don't know yet, or it could be me understanding what the other person is trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. And, but I do think I'm still being met with kindness here at the end. The sound changes it's so hard not to feel that with the the strings because the strings sound so like warm and inviting and lovely that you're just like man that feels good that feels like a positive in my life like somebody's just trying to like be like embrace and just like it's okay it's gonna be good you're you're not gonna die yet you're you're gonna be okay you're not gonna be laid out on some black marble died as a sacrifice there you go bringing us into track eight black marble Jeremy, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I get shout out credit for that <laughs> in the middle of the pocket. Black Marble, this one I, I'm is the next layer of my journey, and I really want to get into this. So yeah. I, I have I'm somewhere new, a graveyard, a mausoleum. Death is close. It comes for me. No, it is looming, watching, but not yet arriving. I increase the pace at which I progress through this area, hoping to distance myself from the shadows. Am I still being roused from this journey? Am I losing this connection with another plane of existence? I have arrived at a destination. I cannot understand my surroundings. You were not kidding. Yeah, I really leaned into the poetry of it. When you said (laughs) I became a poet. And you you note it. You know it. I note it. (laughs) I'm a poet and I note it. Shit. Like, but this this album, it'll do that because it just... It puts you in crazy headspaces. 
And uh, like for me, this one, it so it starts off with like a lone alarm ringing through the sea. Mm-hmm. Then dark water wraps all around. It comes in more electronic than atmospheric at times where you're starting, like it, it's reaching in. I, I mean that in a way that's supposed to like indicate something sounding, I guess, foreign rather than internal. Right. And this song, it sounds like it's trying to amp my adrenaline, but I don't necessarily know why. It's like it's like a fight or flight response has been hit, but I don't know what's happening, I guess. And I don't know if it's because I've been confronted with emotions that were bottled up while I was gone. Like from you never came back, somebody's trying to reach me, whatever unresolved issues I was trying to deal with while I was away. I don't know if it's because others have bottled bottled up emotions while I was gone. And so I, I feel as if I'm being washed over with unresolved business and now I have to atone. There's some very large dark organ sounds going on in the last portion of the song. And the accompanying background music sounds like it sounds metallic and cold mm-hmm. at the halfway point, And then it turns to what sounds like a reversed and distorted facade of the beautiful softness from the previous song. So I don't know yeah. if it's there's some sort of conflict has been brought in here. Like maybe the person on the outside isn't able to reach me at this point, or I, I, I don't know if I'm too far gone, I guess. Interesting. So, so you're kind of confronting the the life that you've put off at this point and meanwhile i'm running from from <laughs> death i'm saying no i'm not i'm not ready to go yet I'm, I'm gonna get away from you even though i know you're not here to collect me i don't like being in your presence kind of a thing so i'm just gonna run from all of my problems from all of the things just as you run keep fighting the good fight man <laughs> stave death away for another day i will certainly try as we continue our story in track nine keep fighting the good fight <sighs> This one's super long, like compared to the rest of them. Yeah, it's track nine and it's nine minutes long. Which is um, excuse me, Spotify says it's eight minutes and 59 seconds long. Yeah, well, YouTube's always a second off, but it, it's cooler that track nine is nine minutes to me, so I'm going to say it, it. It is, and I wish Spotify would have said that. You're stupid, Spotify. <laughs> Put that second on there. <laughs> you want to start on this one? You, it seems like you're, you're at a very sure. crucial point in your story. Sure. I mean, the, the whole rest of the story is crucial. But yeah, so at this point, the murmurs are clearer. The, the staticky voices that have been trying to reach me are clearer, but they're still not clear. They're not in focus just yet. Am I in a hospital? Am I at a funeral? My funeral? Did I escape death? Or did I escape life? Light rolls in like a thick fog. I shield my eyes until they adjust. There is beauty here. It is okay to have died and to have lived. The invasive thought still lingers, but it's faint amidst the warm haze. I'm no longer seeing color in a dark place, but seeing only warmth and light. There is pain, but not mine. I witness it, but do not feel it. All is well. I'm going to a better place. I need not worry about what was left behind. There is an intensity to the light that it almost burns. The haze clears, revealing a small space, more intimate than the voids I've traversed thus far shit man like <laughs> i think you could turn this it, it seems like there's a lot of uh i don't know like you, you were running from from death from an ominous figure at the beginning of this and now you 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 were running i guess because you were scared you wanted to get away you didn't you were you it was unknown what was happening and mm-hmm. now it's it's just that sounds like such a great feeling to have hit the other side and be like whatever happens happened or whatever happened happened 
right so it's okay because i'm here now and where i am is is a good place yeah so we either i died and went to heaven or i didn't die and i'm still alive kind of thing. <laughs> not that i necessarily well. believe in a heaven but it seems like i'm in a better place now yeah there there i mean there's i An guess afterlife of, of sorts yeah like and there's parts in this things that are coming up like it's it's cool that you mentioned heaven and like it seems like there's an afterlife or something because i i hit a point in this song where i didn't know what to think i guess Mm -hmm. um but it starts off kind of unassuming more calming than black marble did there is some distorted voices behind the floaty warbly flying sounds that come in the background and i i have no clue what's being said in the whispers it's too distorted and too quiet and this is it it makes me think that after i'm kind of losing it in black marble is this someone on the outside trying to make their way back in again trying to reach me again the whispering stops and what sounds like a sighing chorus of relief comes in mm-hmm. and then another chorus with strings i'm filled with life and light the strings are weightless the chorus is heavenly and i am on a cloud i think i'm finding happiness for the first time in a while the chorus gets a little overwhelming at times, and I think it's me starting to lose grip again, like I did in Black Marble. But I, but I get it back again. And the horns that come in at about five minutes, and they're triumphant. I, I think I'm reaching closer to mental stability and sanity. This sounds like a very deeply spiritual, spiritual experience put into a song. It's like the weight of a soul being worked through. It builds and builds with these voices in a chorus and just dissipates and we're left with fading light and bassy strings to end it out. And what sounds like a little mouth harp sort of instrument alone at the end, which I think is maybe the song was kind of, I guess, work through whatever bad things I was feeling in Black Marble. And this is me me hearing somebody on the outside realizing that what I have felt in Black Marble was not the end-all be-all. I have not pushed people away, whether it was that I forgot about the outside world, which this is an issue that I deal with plenty in real life. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I get so caught up in what I'm doing, what's right in front of my face, that I just, the rest of the world doesn't exist at times. Right. And this also brought in feelings of that. And this was like somebody being like, I mean, just because you didn't talk to this person for a while or like, I mean, obviously don't do it a lot, but it's like, it's not the end of the world. Like you can still reach out. It's not too late. And it's kind of like the realization that it's, it's people are still there and they have not left you. It's everything. Yeah. The outside is still what it was before, even no matter what I think in my head, I guess interesting i kind of i feel like i go in a completely opposite direction again throughout the rest of this album so i'm kind of i'm interested to see the conclusion of of how our stories end (laughs) in in comparison to each other because i feel like we got totally different messages or or morals out of the story that is presented in this album yeah like i i don't know just with the heavenly sounds it could i i feel like it was a very deeply spiritual experience but i didn't know what to say there because part of it it sounded heavenly it sounded yeah for sure like like, very angelic and like bright and floaty like the clouds and stuff like i think we're on the same page musically like with with what we felt 
from it. Like we we'd worshipped in the morning on Sunday, and we're we're just perpetually existing in this perpetual Sunday evening kind of situation where it's it's just the aftermath of the worship, I suppose. You know what the aftermath is of track nine, don't you? Track it's ten. Track, track ten. <laughs> perpetual Sunday evening. What a tricky fucking segue. But you did it. Yeah. Kind of. It felt, it felt, it felt forced even for me. Nah, it's fine. But yeah, is, is at this point, I'm like, is this the afterlife? Is this an afterlife? I thought I had known peace and tranquility towards the beginning of the album, but I was naive. I lacked the perspective I have now gained. I see the space not as a void, but as an area full of possibilities. Some that become reality and some that don't. There is finality. There is an end point. And that's kind of the conclusion that I reached at this track. There's finality. This is there's still two more songs after this one, Jerry. I guess they we're at the finality. Yeah, just acknowledging just, that there is an end point. I like it. I mean, to be to be comfortable with the end point, you gotta realize and accept that it that it is there. Yeah. And so this is kind of the the start of things kind of coming together and I can see my path. And I can see that there is an end of it, kind of a thing. It one thing I do want to say about the title that just struck me. It was the first thing I thought whenever I read it. Is like perpetual Sunday evening could mean the complete opposite ends of the spectrum for people. Because like when I think of Sunday evening, especially, I think of shit. I'm gonna have to go back to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah. But so like the idea of a perpetual Sunday evening is just anxiety <laughs> for yeah. forever. But then it's like, it could also be very calming for maybe people who view Sunday as the day of rest, the day to worship. I mean, even thing. then, this it's this is Sunday evening. This is the ending of that kind of I guess moment. And also, it's the farthest away from, you know, Sunday morning. That is true. you have to it go is... through an entire week to get back to the day of worship kind of thing. It is the literal farthest you'll be from, from yeah. next week. So you know, I, I think it's definitely anxiety-inducing, no matter what your perspective yeah. is. <laughs> but this song, it starts off in such a calm place. It mm-hmm. sounds like there's a hang drum, also known as a hand pan, Hell yeah. being, being played here over what sounds like a pink sky in the background. And I know, like, I feel like I do that a lot, where it's like, sounds like a pink sky. Somebody I, mean, I did that like, a lot on this album. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It, it, reading it feels ridiculous, but whenever I was listening to it, it felt so right. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm floating in clear water here. It has a very relaxing feeling, like a smooth stone that is smooth because it's been washed over until there is complete calm inside of it. No roughness, only the type of softness that comes from past roughness having happened. Like, it, it feels like being washed away so many times or washed over so many times, cleaned so many times that now I have, I, I'm smooth. I'm whole. Uh, there, there's no anything on the outside. I've even accepted any, any bad things on the outside I've accepted. And it has not caused me to have any edges. Like that's kind of where I'm at. Like there's, there's this sense of calm and peace with whatever mental state I'm in, I guess. I like that. I'm going to pick your, your smooth stone up and skip it across the river. Are you? Is, is that the moment that you, you took from that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The moment that we talk about track number 11, the moment question which is, mark is the, the, the finale of the question. So we have, do you remember the moment? 
very cool. is, is is the question, which is obviously very ambiguous and vague, but that makes it cool. Yeah, and it also like whenever I got to this, because I w- I didn't like read all of the song titles in an order before I listened to it. I did mm-hmm. just I was kind of like like you were doing, just reading them as or seeing them as I was going. But whenever I heard, do you remember the moment? Or I guess put it all together, and then I thought back to how I felt about like the whole dementia thing before I even read that. I was like, Oh my God, do you remember the moment? What the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> is that, am I on to something here? But I think it, it it's intentionally left ambiguous because that could really mean anything. And you could figure out a way to put it like, I guess, insert it into any meaningful moment. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, what I discovered at the end of last week's episode where the band had said that I let it in and it, what is it? I, I, I let, let it in, in and it took everything. <laughs> it took everything. Why can't I remember that, man? I don't know. Do you I have picked dementia? It. <laughs> but yeah, they, they kind of said that like whatever it is in that situation that that was let in is open to, you know, your context, your, your perspective. So it, it makes sense that I think this question, do you remember the moment also uh, has whatever context you need to paint to get value out of it. I only have one bullet point for this track, so if if you it. have anything further, then then uh, I just wrote, "I am alone, only in space, not in emotion." I dig it. I dig it. So I I guess to elaborate, I just I just felt like I I was in a place not surrounded by anybody, but I wasn't alone in that I could there there were feelings. I mean, again, if I'm kind of on this astral plane traveling thing or, or experiencing different things in different time periods and different planes of existence and, and universes and stuff that like I could feel that I wasn't actually alone despite being physically alone just because other people are existing in other places and I guess that made, made me feel less alone about it I like that it's it's like I don't know Kind of how people are freaked out by like the pale blue dot thing where yeah. it's like, oh, you're so big in the universe, but it's like, really? It doesn't change anything. <laughs> yeah. We've always been living on this pale blue dot and you know you're not alone. So, I don't yeah, go know. Listen to, go listen to Carl Sagan, people. Yeah. Millions <laughs> and billions. And <laughs> He's a cool dude. Well, a cool dude. Well, yeah, well, he was a cool dude. Um, this song, I didn't really have anything to add other than it this seemed like the ending of a memory that my loved one was imploring me with before like to pull me out of whatever headspace i was in like they were trying to get me jog my memory to get me back so yeah that's interesting so at the beginning of the story you were retreating to a familiar place and you felt like the outside voice was kind of a nostalgic one right one that was trying to like pull you out into a more comfortable space and you've kind of come full circle here with them asking do you remember the moment as a way to try and like say hey like remember when we did this to kind of pull you out of it was kind of like a last dish to kind of get you over the hump and back out into reality yeah it's i i think there was probably some other stuff being processed in this and it just happened to go along with it but that is, it, it had a very clear story, I guess. And it's, it's 
it is coming full circle. It doesn't come full circle in track 12. Well, I mean, I'm not going to segue it. No. Well, if the rain outside would just let up, I could segue it. I could see clearly now. (laughs) The rain outside is gone. (laughs) Track number 12, the final track, the rain outside, dot, dot, dot. Ooh, dot, dot, dot. Oh my God. (laughs) Is there going to be another album? I don't know, man. I'd be open to it. Yeah, I'd be down. I'm not sure what I would expect from it at this point as far as genre, but I'd be okay with it. This one. So completing my story, a breath and my return to my body. I'm once again in a dark place flowing with colors, but things have changed. I have changed. I have purpose. The voices return. They're not invasive. They're reassuring intentionally or not hostile, supportive, hostile or supportive. They give me direction. I am on a path and they are spectating. What have they seen of my past? What will they say of my future? The power this gives me is almost overwhelming, but it is mine. What a great ending. It is. And I've elaborated a little bit in my post-album thoughts as I'm just kind of piecing it all together. But I'll, I want to hear how your story ends first. Okay. So I've, I've emerged back into the rain that I retreated from before. I'm new. I'm more complete than I was before. I've seen more. I've felt more. The familiarity of the world outside is starting to return. The sax is back, and it has (laughs) even more purpose now than it did before. The sax is the breeze of a fall afternoon when it has rained earlier and it's a little overcast. It's feeling, feeling a wet leaf strike your face from the wind before a storm. It's being free in a world where freedom's fleeting. And the last half of this song returns from more atmospheric nature to get kind of a synth type sound that somehow feels more like home than the natural sounding ambience. It's I've been able to get lost in this album in such an amazing way. And I've had such like a deep guttural reaction to this album that was unexpected and great. Mm-hmm. And to wrap my story up, I, I, I feel, I guess it, it's, stops in a place of i guess cautious optimism or something like the kind that the you song get. will come out tomorrow <laughs> yeah like but but maybe because who fucking knows right but i'm gonna at least live my life as if it will even if i am not confident that it will i guess interesting so yeah i, I kind of had a strangely similar outcome uh, where I, I feel like this album is a journey of perspective on life and death and the invasive thoughts aren't necessarily as harmful as you'd expect. You have to channel that judgment and passion or into passion to persevere. You have to live for yourself and let others judge if they will, you know, give them something to judge kind of a thing where, where it seemed like at least my takeaway was that those voices that were maybe invasive and trying to reach out were other people judging what you're doing or how you're living as you're kind of going through your journey, right? There's their outside perspectives saying, Oh no, you, you shouldn't do that. Or, Oh yeah, great. Do that kind of thing. So I kind of got to this point where it was just like shutting all of that out or not necessarily shutting it out, but I guess accepting that it's out of your control kind of a thing. And, and using that to kind of fire yourself up to, to get through whatever it is you're, you're going through because it's your journey. They're spectators. You know, granted, I don't think everyone should live their life assuming that they're the star of the movie because that's just that's just not how it is. But 
I guess on a small scale, it kind of is where you, you shouldn't be living based on the judgment and perspective of others. You should, you should follow your path and do what you want. Again, assuming it's not harming somebody. I don't want to give you free reign to just <laughs> fucking become a serial killer if that's what you feel like you're called to do. But like, I, I don't know. It, it felt like maybe me processing that I need to overcome outside judgment and just kind of be who I am and be who I want to be without worrying about what somebody else is going to say about it. It's very good advice to live by and a very good takeaway from this album. What a fucking cool album though. (laughs) What a fucking cool album. Like my ending notes, I guess like my story, I guess was kind of become becoming, I, I don't know what it was it took me on a journey and it doesn't it have le- to have a, it, a concrete meaning it i don't know if it had a meaning but it the journey helped me you know like but i don't know if i learned anything from it mm-hmm. but just being an outside observer to whatever happened yeah helped me it's like watching a movie where somebody else goes through something and just having seen somebody else go through it makes you feel more comfortable i guess yeah, it gives you experience and exposure to things that maybe you wouldn't otherwise. It gives but, you things oh, to think about. Oh, yeah. Something that I teased before. So, talking about, I guess, the circle of this album and mm-hmm. I Let It In and It Took Everything. Theme from I Let It In and It Took Everything started playing immediately after I finished listening to this album. Because I did, I listened to them back to back. So, I listened mm-hmm. to I Let It In and It Took Everything then immediately into this one. But themes started playing again because I had it on repeat for the whole playlist. And I think that they're meant to be a cycle of some sort. I don't know entirely how the story fits, but you can play them both back to back and they transition to each other perfectly in both ways. Like even the theme of the rain, it like at the beginning of theme, it fits perfectly coming off of the end of this, even Mm -hmm. with it saying the rain outside. So it's like, you can listen to them both back to back and they both transition into each other perfectly. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. Cause that, that was the thought that I had as I was going through, uh, this, this episode while, while we were talking, I was like, you know, I wonder if like the ellipses at the end of the rain outside is indicative that it does go back into the next or, or the prior album as kind of some continuous loop thing. So I'm glad that you've done that research for me. Woo. Unintention- unintentionally as it was maybe, but yeah, that's cool. Maybe I'll have to to do that. Put them on a loop. Just listen do to it. each of them twice or something. All day. Just listen to it. All day. The every entire day. day. Yeah, uh, Loathe. That, You're super cool. That's it. Loathe. Check them out. These two albums. I guess I can't speak for their older music. I haven't actually listened to their older music. But this is the new Loathe, I think. Is the, the fans either love or hate. This is the new direction for Loathe. I'm glad that they're experimenting and that they're kind of finding new outlets for their shit because these two albums are fucking cool as shit and i really enjoyed this episode despite it being a, a 35 minute album with 12 tracks we seem to have gotten a lot out of it both and it's it's good to talk about it's fun to talk about if you guys have anything cool to say to add to, to how this album affected you please let us know what are we listening to next week though joey this uh next week, whatever this week next week i don't know next week we'll be talking about <laughs> yeah. an album <laughs> Uh, I actually mentioned it in my top of 2020, came out in 2019, but the band is called Pile and the album is Green and Gray. 
Green and Gray. It's a good album, and I like it. Okay, well, we're going to be listening to that. So uh, you guys feel free to listen along with us and come back next week when we'll be discussing it. I'm sure it will have just as big of an abstract poetic inspiration in me <laughs> as this one. I'm not going to hold up to any standards. Yeah. I intentionally am not picking it. I was going to pick an ambient album for next week before I knew this one was an ambient album. Then I was like, shit, I got to go back to the drawing <laughs> boards. I don't want just two weeks of ambience. Hey, I'm here for it, man. I fucking, we, we, I had a good ass time with this episode. And uh, yeah. I hope the, the listeners also do. But yeah, come back next week. Pile gray and green. Is that what's green and gray? Green and gray. I mean, so I'm sure you can those flip two colors. it and it'll be fine. Yeah, you'll, just, you'll, you'll figure it out. I, I believe in you guys. Stay in the feedback <laughs> loop. Bye.